Well, it happened again. And you know what? I thought I was out of my little rut that I was in where I didn't really feel like creating anything or doing that much. I don't think I am slash was. I don't know. Last night I had like a burst of energy to actually finally start getting more things done. I had more ideas of things that I wanted to do for my business, more ideas for what I wanted to make podcast episodes about, things I wanted to post on social media, all of that. So maybe I am getting out of my rut, but if we're being honest, I was not last week. So we are back this week feeling better, feeling a little more energized, a little more excited. I was honestly, I had every intention of recording last week. I really did. I'm not lying. I honestly was going to record last week and then things got busy. There are so many times where I have nothing on my calendar. I'm free as a bird. Nothing's happening and I honestly feel bad about it because obviously when you're like starting up a small business and you have free time, you you might feel like a failure at some point. You might. That's how I was feeling last week. But then things got busy, things did start moving, so I was excited about that, but then things got so busy. Well, okay, when I say it out loud, it's it sounds like I was the busiest person in the world. It's always the case where I say, oh, if I didn't record, it's because I was busy, I was doing other things. I, I can always record. This literally consists of me plugging in the microphone to my laptop, sitting in my bed, it's not it's not some difficult thing that I have to do in order to record an episode. So you know what? Let me just stop giving excuses. I had a fun week last week. I had an amazing weekend. I went and visited my friend Lauren in DC. That was so fun. I love DC. That's a good place. I had not been there since fifth grade for the fifth grade field trip, which that's I feel like everyone loves that field trip. I have good memories about that. And so going to DC, I, I had a good energy about it. I was excited. And you know what? It lived up to all of my expectations. It was amazing. I had so much fun. And now this week, I've got a good schedule going. I have good things on the calendar. I've got a really fun wedding this weekend. I love when I have a cake order that is like just there because there are sometimes where obviously everyone has different styles couples have different ideas of how they want their cake to look versus how I would make my own wedding cake look and stuff like that right but when you get those orders that are like exactly what you like and what you would order yourself I love those that makes it 10 times better not that it's not good already I'm making cakes for a living working from my home that's a dream it's Every day, it's a dream. It really is. So, I'm having a good week. I'm having a great day. I hope you are too. The weather is so good. The weather is so nice. I feel like I bring up the weather every episode as if I'm like 80 years old. and like, oh, look at the weather we're having today. But, oh my god, it's so nice. I just pulled up the weather app. I don't think it's going to rain at all the rest of the week. Maybe, it, well, I pulled it up right now and there's an alert, severe thunderstorm watch. So, whoops. But the temperatures, it's in the 80s. It's all in, ooh, there's an 88 on Sunday. Some people think that's too hot. I think it's perfect. I would prefer to sweat my butt off than freeze. 
I absolutely would 100%. So anyways, I hope you're having an amazing day. I hope you're having an amazing week. Today's episode is going to be all about red flags. We all know red flags. We all hate them. Well, okay, most people hate them. Some people love them and they continue to move forward. And in all honesty, I have done this in the past plenty of times and I know you have too. There have been plenty of times where we have all experienced red flags We've known their red flags, like when it's happening, when it is actively happening, we know, "Mm, maybe that's a red flag, I don't know. Oh, but I love him. Oh, so, no, I don't think it's a red flag. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to, he's my soulmate. I'm going to stay with him. No, 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 no. I have done this in the past. It's not pretty. It doesn't go well. So we're going to talk about red flags. If you're someone that has dated people in the past, maybe you have one or two exes, maybe you have 20 exes, maybe maybe you have 58 exes, I don't know, you have seen red flags or, or maybe you have been the red flag yourself. Uh-oh, yeah, you can be a red flag. You can. You might think, oh, I'm perfect. I could never do wrong. Take a look in the mirror because some situations are you, okay, does anyone ever talk with their friends? Maybe they're catching up about their relationships or just about what's going, maybe they're not in a relationship and they're telling you about like a, a online dating story. Maybe they went on a date with a guy from Tinder and they're telling you about how awful it was and they go into detail and stuff. And they start explaining everything that happened to you. No, not to you. They, yes, they start explaining everything from the date and they're explaining it to you. Okay, you're having a conversation. And as you're sitting there listening to them, you're like, ooh, you're the problem. But I don't know how to tell you that right now. So I'm just going to be like, oh my God, what a jerk. I can't believe he did that. What a jerk. But in your head, <laughs> you're like, whoa, you, that, you, she's the problem, actually. She's the problem. So sometimes, you know what? Maybe the red flags are you. But if you're a decent human being, they're probably not you. So it's okay. And we can laugh about it. And again, like I said, maybe you've had a couple exes in the past, maybe you've had a million, you have seen red flags, okay? And that's why you're no longer with that person, right? And for me, I'm currently in a healthy relationship with someone that I love very, very much. And there have been times where, you know, like once you're in a healthy relationship and you actually like where you are in life, you can kind of look back on your past and be like, oh my God, So I, there have been plenty of times where I've looked back on my previous relationships and I've been like, how did that person actually do that? And why did I think it was okay? Like, guys, seriously, looking back on the people that you've dated is the most hilarious thing ever. Not only are you so unattracted to them, it like, oh, do you ever think about the fact that you dated your exes, maybe you're scrolling through social media and a picture of them pops up because you still follow one of their friends or something and randomly they pop up and you're like, oh my God, 
what? Why did I do that? Everyone experiences that. There's no way everyone doesn't experience that. It is the most cringeworthy thing that I feel like, no, there's cringier things out there, but it's disgusting. And just thinking about it, and we, once once you see that picture, then you start to remember everything that went on in the relationship and you're like, oh my God, their personality, the way they look, the way they treated me, the things that they do. Why? Why did I ever date them? But honestly, when you're in the relationship, you're blinded by love. That phrase is so true. People that are in toxic relationships, they will not know it until they leave that relationship. No matter how strong you think you are, no matter how independent and amazing you are, you can be blinded by love. And maybe today I can help you out a bit, but as much as we like to laugh about our past, it does, okay, it does happen to everyone. Like I said, there's always going to be red flags that some people just don't want to recognize until way later down the road when they're out of the relationship. So that's why for today's episode, I'm going to go over a list of some red flags that might be obvious to you once you're out of a toxic relationship. Like for me, writing out these red flags and listing them out They're so obvious to me now because now I'm in a healthy, stable relationship, whereas in the past, dear God, I don't know what I was doing. So in the past, I would not have seen these, well, see, like, you do see them as red flags, I feel like, in the back of your head and you've got that gut feeling. You know you do. You just don't do anything about it. But once you're out of those toxic relationships, it is 110%, like, literally, no doubt, a red flag. So, I'm rambling at this point. I'm going to go over a list of red flags. Maybe this will help you if you're currently in a not-so-great relationship with someone. Or if you are in an amazing relationship, or maybe you're single and maybe you're loving life, right? Doesn't matter. Maybe you can just laugh about these with me. Either they're going to help you get out of a god-awful situation right now, or number two, you can laugh about it, or number three, you can just keep them kind of in the back of your head, kind of jot it down for future reference if need be. So with all of that being said, let's get into my lovely list of red flags that maybe you've experienced or you just need to watch out for in the future. Okay, red flag number one, the amount of people that do this nowadays, and I say nowadays is in like the technology generation, because our grandparents, our parents, they did not have this option, right? We didn't have this option. If you're in your 20s, you did not have this option probably when you were first getting into the dating world. Maybe you were in high school. We did not have this. But the first red flag tracking locations. Unless it's for literal safety reasons, if you're like going on a trail walk alone, because I do that. I will share my location with my boyfriend, with my mom, and with my dad. Nope, I don't share it with my dad because he has an Android. Can you share it? If you don't, I don't know. I share my location with people that I would like to have help uh, save me if my life is in danger. 
when I am going on like a long trail walk completely alone because I could be gone for two hours on the walk and maybe they think, oh, she's just having a long walk. She's just enjoying the pretty day when in reality I'm being murdered in the woods. So I share my location during those times. But if you are a couple that has each other's locations and maybe you call your boyfriend and he doesn't answer and your initial gut feeling is not for his safety, but you're like, oh, he's not answering my phone call. What else is he doing? What's better than talking to me right now? Blah, blah, blah. And you track his location. That's strange. That is toxic. And it goes both ways. If you're the girl... This this goes for, like, male-female relationships that I'm talking about, but it can go for anyone. That That's, I feel like, obvious. I feel like I don't have to say that. This can go for anyone. Don't track someone's location unless you have 100% certainty that they are cheating on you or doing something they shouldn't be doing for safety reasons or something like that, you know? If you're just tracking them... Just, that's weird. That is so weird. So I feel like the first red flag, tracking locations. The second red flag is not, quote unquote, letting you have social media or they really don't like it when you use social media. Now, if you are like posting nude photos or something while you're in a serious relationship And if it's not your job, because some people have that as a job and it works for them, so you do you, right? But if that's not your job and you're posting photos like that while you're in a relationship, that's not cool, okay? But there are people on, and this goes for both sides of a relationship. When I go over these red flags, disclaimer right here, this goes for either side, whether, I don't, whoever's in the relationship, this goes for either side, okay? There are people that will get mad, like actively mad when you use social media. And I'm not talking about liking other girls' bikini pictures because that's obviously crossing a line. That's really annoying. It's just flat out disrespectful. I'm talking about people that get mad if you post a picture at the beach or maybe you're in a cute outfit going to dinner with your friends and they actually get mad at you for posting those pictures. That is so annoying. I can't even explain it. Uh, Dealing with someone that is so insecure that they don't want you to post a photo in your new dress that you just bought when you go out to dinner with your friends or something like that, grow up. I mean, my God, that is the second red flag when they get mad at you for literally doing nothing doing nothing. Red flag number three. This kind of goes along with number two, kind of. Not wanting you to dress, quote unquote, too cute because they're afraid other people are going to hit on you. This could be when you go out with your friends for a girl's night or for a guy's night. This could be when you're going to class. I, story time, if, I, if I'm ever talking about relationship stuff, my story times will always come from my god-awful high school relationship. That was the worst time ever. Ugh, absolutely disgusting. This dude 
did not want me dressing in a cute outfit. And for example, I went to a public high school. There was a strict dress code. Okay. If you had leggings on, you had to have a shirt that covered your butt. If you had like skin tight bottoms on, okay, your dress couldn't be more than an index card above your knee. You couldn't wear spaghetti straps. Uh, you couldn't have too too much cleavage showing or like a really low cut shirt or anything like that. Okay, with the whole dress thing with the index card above the knee, if you had ripped jeans on and any of the rips were above an index card above your knee, you couldn't wear it. So there was a strict dress code. And so by cute outfits, I literally mean just looking presentable, still following the dress code, which again, strict, but looking presentable to go to school, to see your friends, to go to class, like, right? To be in public. This dude literally told me that he preferred me in, you know, leggings and just an oversized t-shirt Uh, not doing my hair. He preferred me no makeup at all. So that meant if I did wear a cute outfit, if I did do my hair, if I did wear makeup, guess what? That meant that I was trying to impress someone that wasn't him because he didn't prefer me that way. So if I dressed that way or did anything with my hair and makeup, clearly that means I'm trying to impress someone that's not him. When I say that out loud, it is just so laughable. It's disgusting. There are so many people that do that. I've realized there are so many people that do that. They don't want you to dress too cute because they're afraid other people are going to be interested in you. They're going to hit on you. What the hell? Honestly, what the hell? That time in high school, like I said, god awful. It, that was what? I don't even know. A few months, but it felt like the worst. It was the worst time, okay? So if you're going through that, if you're dealing with that, get out. Two words, get out. It's disgusting. It's who, the audacity. The It's so weird. It is so strange that there are people that think they can have that control over another human being. It is so weird. I just don't get it. Moving on to red flag number four. If they don't want to make active plans together, I hate to tell you, they probably don't see a future with you. If you want to, I don't know, plan a little weekend together, not like a extravagant trip, right? Because if they don't want to plan some extravagant trip, it could be for money reasons, their schedule with work, something like that. But if you ask to do like a little weekend together, I don't know. I don't know. If you're just asking to make plans with them a little bit in advance so that you can put it on the calendar and they're like completely against it and you don't really, they don't really have a good answer or a good reason as to why they don't see a future with you. They're probably not wanting to do that at all, even if it were next weekend. So they definitely don't want to make plans in the future. So red flag number four is when they don't want to make active plans with you because You deserve someone that wants to make plans with you. You really do. Red flag number five. When they don't ask you questions, 
while you're telling them a story about something that happened over the weekend, when you're telling them about your day, you know, from work, from class, whatever it is, when they don't ask questions and they're just like, cool, oh, nice, awesome, yeah, okay, cool, okay, they don't care. They really don't care if they're not asking follow-up questions. Like if you're telling them about your work day, you say, oh, this, this happened. It was really annoying. You know, my boss did this and then, and then my boss said that. If their response is, oh, damn, sucks, they don't care. They truly don't care. And if they don't care about your day, if they don't care about what you're up to, about what you're going through, about what's going on in your life, just leave just leave them. They don't care. Red flag number six. Okay, this one, this one is so, I feel like every single girl has experienced this if they have dated a guy. (laughs) If you have, like, okay, well, if you've dated a guy, like, in high school or early college, you know what? No, there's no timeline on this. I feel like this goes for almost anyone of any age. If you've dated someone and they're constantly... So, this this example, this is a guy and a girl, okay, for this example. But again, goes for anyone. This These red flags are universal. They go for anyone. If you're a girl and you're dating a guy and the guy is constantly talking about other girls in a way that's like, oh, I don't even like her. She's not attractive. I would never date her, ever. She's not even my type. And he's saying stuff like that. They are 100%, 110% into that girl. No questions asked. Again, this goes for vice versa. You know, if a girl's talking like this about guys, literally in any situation. And they'll, of course, make you feel insecure for even asking about it. Like, if you have to ask, like, oh, like, are you into her? Blah, blah, blah. They're going to gaslight you so hard into thinking that you're so insecure. How could you even ask that? Do you not trust me? Like, come on. You, she's not even, you know, I don't even like her. She's so ugly. Look at her hair. Look at the clothes she wears. I wouldn't take that. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to gaslight you into thinking you're very insecure, but in the end, without fail, every single time, you will be proven right when you guys break up, and that's the first person they try to get with, okay? Every single time, if someone is constantly talking about other people in a negative way, they're jealous of them, they're insecure about themselves, they want to be with that person, if it's in a way of like, a guy talking about another girl while he's in a relationship and he's like, oh, she's so, she's so unattractive. She's not my type, blah, blah, blah. He's 100% into her. That is a big red flag. You might not think it's a red flag while you're in it because what you hear is your boyfriend telling you this person's unattractive. But ask yourself this, why do they need to say that? Why is that conversation even coming up? Why is that even being talked about? at this time. That makes no sense. And right there is your answer. Because if they did love you, if it was a healthy relationship, if you guys were stable, these conversations wouldn't even come up. It wouldn't matter at all. 
So if this is happening to you, again, get out. Like, I would say get out before it's too late, but it's never too late to get out of an unhealthy, toxic relationship, even if you're married and have kids and you've been together for 20 years. It's never too late. But if you're in a situation where you're young, you're in the dating scene, maybe you've been with someone for like a year or something, I don't know. Please, please think about yourself. Please get out if it's toxic. Just please. And number seven for the final red flag. Taking you away from your friends. This is another example that I'm going to give about the awful situation I experienced in high school. This dude would get mad at me. Like actually mad. Truly angry red in the face, mad, if I texted my friends in our group chat while him and I were hanging out. Like, if I went over to his house after school and we were watching Netflix or something, and I, if I were on my phone texting my friends in my group chat, he would get so mad. If I decided to spend my weekends with my friends instead of him, and I, I saw this dude every single day. We went to the same school, right? You see them every single day. Well, Monday through Friday, every day of the week. He would get so mad if I wanted to see them instead of him. Like, and okay, look, at the time, I thought that that was normal. I thought, oh, he loves me so much. He he wants to see me all the time and he wants me to want to see him all the time. He just loves me so much. I thought it was normal, but looking back on it, biggest red flag. Biggest red flag. This is one of those situations where you laugh at it when you look back on it. Like, sitting here now, looking back on that situation, absolutely hilarious. Not hilarious because it caused a lot of issues and I was not happy at all at the time, but hilarious as in just how do people have the audacity to do stuff like this? That's what makes it funny. You have to laugh at it sometimes. You really do. And I do want to say you are allowed to get annoyed at your partner if they're like constantly with their friends and they're literally seeing everyone else under the sun except for you. Like if you get to see them, I don't know, once every other week or something like that and they always like say you guys have plans and then they cancel the plans you already have set in stone together to just hang out with the boys or something like that, that's annoying. You can absolutely get annoyed about that. I understand. But if you see your partner enough, for the love of God, oh my God, please let them have alone time and let them hang out with their friends. Let them go on a guy's trip or a girl's trip. Let them have a girl's night or a guy's night. Go to bars. Have a movie night. Or just let them be alone, for God's sake. You know what I'm saying? It is so important. Yes, when you're in a relationship, spending time together in person, very important. Going on cute little dates. Again, whenever I say dates, doesn't have to be expensive. It can be, you know, whatever. Having time together in a relationship, 110% important, right? That's literally part of the relationship. That's why you want to date them in the first place. But when you're in a relationship, that doesn't mean you eliminate all of the time that you get to spend 
just by yourself. Maybe you just want to lay in bed and read a book or go on a walk by yourself. You should be allowed to do that. Maybe you want to see your friends and go out for drinks. You can do that. You absolutely can. It's important. It really is. So that was my final red flag when they take you away from your friends. And I know that I sound so petty, maybe. Is that the right word? I feel like I sound... it. Maybe it sounds a little crazy of me talking about all these red flags, but I actually have personally experienced them. And I see so many other people dealing with them now. And it's just so painful to watch because you know that they won't understand until they're out of the toxic situation, no matter how hard you try to get them to realize it. My friends in high school tried to get me to realize it. I didn't believe them. I didn't listen. All of that ended up happening. It was god-awful. But, and it's one of those things because I've seen my other friends go through it throughout the past however many years. And it's, you, no matter how much you tell them, like, hey, this seems toxic. He seems like he's upsetting you a lot. You guys seem like you're arguing all the time. It doesn't seem like a great situation. Are you sure you want to continue this relationship? Are you sure you're happy? Like, really? Can you tell me? Like, look me in the eye. Are you sure you're happy? They will always tell you, like, yes, I love him. I, You know, I want to be with him, blah, blah, blah. They will not fully understand the situation until they're out of it, no matter how hard you try to get them to realize it. And seriously, they will, like, I can't say this enough, they are not going to see it from your point of view until they're out of the situation. So you just have to be there for them, be a shoulder to cry on when they need it, which, yes, it can get frustrating, it can get annoying from time to time. But speaking from experience, if you are in a toxic relationship and all of your friends leave you, no one's there for you to cry on their shoulder when things go really bad. That sucks. It really does. Obviously, if you do something really awful to your friends while you're in a toxic relationship, if you are the worst person in the world and that's why your friends leave, then okay, that makes sense. But I encourage you to still be there for your friends when they are going through a toxic relationship, when you know in your gut that the relationship's not going to work out to some extent. Maybe they're going to stay together. Maybe they'll get married. Honestly, maybe they will. But there are going to be situations where they're not happy because you know the way they're being treated is not how they should be being treated, right? Did that sound, was that, I don't know. I'm, when I start to ramble, I lose the ability to talk properly. I really do. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point, but it's important to still be there for your friends, even if they're pissing you off. But you know that the only reason they're pissing you off so much is because they're in a toxic relationship and they don't even know it yet. And they won't know it until they leave. And when they do leave, they're going to need a shoulder to cry on. They're going to need someone to talk to. You have every right to say, I told you so. But once you get that, I told you so out of the way, just be there for them. Don't, don't leave them. Don't be like, um, you ignored me when you dated this guy. So I hate you now. Screw you. Goodbye. 
Yes, again, you can be annoyed. You can say I told you so. You can get all that out of the way when they come crying to you. But, you know, be nice because these toxic relationships, they're no joke. They are no joke. They hurt. They will mess with you and mess with your mind so much that, like I said, at some point you just have to laugh about it once you're out of the relationship and it's later down the road and you're looking back on your past, eventually you will laugh about it depending on how toxic the relationship was. Sometimes it is not laughable. It is absolutely very serious. Luckily, I can laugh about the things that I experienced, but there are situations that I have also gone through that I don't laugh about, that I don't even like to think about. And it, it's just, it's so upsetting that so many people deal with that. And so I just, like I said, want to encourage you to be there for your friends, be a shoulder to cry on, let them vent to you, reassure them that you are there for them. Again, if they do something god awful, if they're the worst friend in the world, you don't have to be there for them. You don't have to keep every single person in your life for the rest of time. But if you know for a fact that the reason they're being distant or the reason that they're not talking to you as much or they're in a bad mood more often, if you know that the reason for all of those things is because of their toxic relationship, just push through it. Be there for them because they will eventually realize, hopefully, hopefully they eventually realize that it's toxic, that they need to get out, that they need to move on because there is so much better out there. I am so glad that I got out of the situations that I experienced in the past and I've gotten to the point where I am currently experiencing what is better for me, if that makes sense. Like, you know, when you get out of a relationship and everyone's like, oh, like, there's so much better. Like, you're, like, you deserve so much better. There's so much better out there. Like, you know, you're going to find someone that's make that makes you like 10 times happier, blah, blah, blah. I am so glad that I am finally experiencing that to where, number one, yes, I am perfectly fine on my own. But number two, I'm with someone that just adds to my happiness. You don't want to be in a relationship where the person is the sole reason for your happiness. Like, you make me so happy. You need to make sure that you're okay on your own before you get into a relationship. And so I'm glad that I did that and that I got to the point where now that I am in a good relationship, we just add to each other's happiness, right? We're not the sole reason for each other's survival or anything like that because that's that can get really toxic. That can get bad. But, you know, I'm. it's just so nice to feel comfortable with where I am in life and yeah, maybe that's a good place to end it. I don't know. But just all in all, there are a lot of red flags out there when it comes to relationships. And I hope that you're doing well. If you are experiencing situations in your relationship where in the back of your head and in your gut, you're like, mm, maybe it's a red flag. I don't know. Talk to your friends. Ask them their honest opinion. Your friends will be dead serious with you if you look them in the eye and say, be honest. What do you think about James? 
James is a fake, it's not a fake name, that's, <laughs> James is a real name, that's just a fake example, but if you look them in the eye, and you, and you just straight up ask them, do you like this guy, do you like this girl, like, you're, because your friends know you, they know you, maybe you all have very different tastes in men and women, like, you guys would not date the same people in a million years, but, they know what's best for you. Honestly, they really do. They will be dead serious with you if you just ask them. So if you're if you're kind of like, mm, I don't know if this is right, what do you guys think? Confide in your friends. If you're close to your family, if you feel comfortable with your family, confide in your family. It's completely okay to do that. Just make sure that if there are red flags that are coming up, you talk about it. And if it's gotten to the point where it's just affecting you in a negative way, you got to get out. You got to move on. I promise you, 110%, I promise you, the grass is greener on the other side when it comes to that situation. There's so much better out there for you. It's going to suck in the beginning. It's going to feel god-awful. You're going to hate it. But it is going to be okay. It always gets better. It really does. And I just hope that you're doing well. But, like I said, those are the red flags that I hope you can recognize and make a change for yourself if you are experiencing them. Or maybe you've already experienced these in the past. Now you've already moved on and you can laugh about all of it because honestly, the audacity of some people, I've been saying this whole episode, the audacity of some people to do these things in a relationship, it's so crazy to me. Like, oh God, it makes you mad just thinking about it, that people go about their lives just being a little walking red flag, little walking toxic people. How do you sleep at night knowing you are just playing mind games with the people in your life to try and get what you want? It's so strange. It's the worst trait of a lot of people, unfortunately. So, if you have experienced these in the past, hopefully you don't experience them again in the future because you'll notice them when you see them and you can get out even faster. And then you can laugh about them. So, I'm ra- I've been rambling probably for like 10 minutes now. I'm going to go ahead and close the episode with that. Like I said, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having an amazing day, an amazing week. I will 100% be posting an episode next Thursday of Pure Nonsense. I am so sorry that I didn't post last week, but I'm going to try my absolute best to be as consistent as I possibly can because I love this podcast. I love recording episodes. It makes me very happy. It's something that I really love doing lately. It's just a fun little thing. I really do like it. So, hope you're doing well. I will see you next week for another episode of Pure Nonsense, and have an amazing day. Bye!